Chapters 1 through 5 of the Apocryphal Book of 1 Maccabees, Dewey Reams Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson. Chapter 1. Now, it came to pass after that Alexander, the son of Philip the Macedonian, who first reigned in Greece, coming out of the land of Sethim, had overthrown Darius, king of the Persians and Medes. He fought many battles, and took the strongholds of all, and slew the kings of the earth. And he went through even to the ends of the earth, and took the spoils of many nations, and the earth was quiet before him. And he gathered a power, and a very strong army, and his heart was exalted and lifted up. And he subdued countries of nations, and princes, and they became tributaries to him. And after these things, he fell down upon his bed, and knew that he should die. And he called his servants, the nobles that were brought up with him from his youth. And he divided his kingdom among them, while he was yet alive. And Alexander reigned twelve years, and he died. And his servants made themselves kings, every one in his place. And they all put crowns upon themselves after his death, and their sons after them many years, and evils were multiplied in the earth. And there came out of them a wicked root, Antiochus the Illustrious, the son of King Antiochus, who had been a hostage at Rome. And he reigned in the hundred and thirty-seventh year of the kingdom of the Greeks. In those days there went out of Israel wicked men, and they persuaded many, saying, let us go and make a covenant with the heathens that are round about us, for since we departed from them, many evils have befallen us. And the word seemed good in their eyes. And some of the people determined to do this, and went to the king, and he gave them license to do after the ordinances of the heathens. And they built a place of exercise in Jerusalem, according to the laws of the nations. And they made themselves prepuces, and departed from the holy covenant, and joined themselves to the heathens, and were sold to do evil. And the kingdom was established before Antiochus, and he had a mind to reign over the land of Egypt, that he might reign over two kingdoms. And he entered into Egypt with a great multitude, with chariots and elephants and horsemen, and a great number of ships. And he made war against Ptolemy, king of Egypt. But Ptolemy was afraid at his presence, and fled, and many were wounded unto death. And he took the strong cities in the land of Egypt, and he took the spoils of the land of Egypt. And after Antiochus had ravaged Egypt in the hundred and forty-third year, he returned and went up against Israel. And he went up to Jerusalem with a great multitude. And he proudly entered into the sanctuary, and took away the golden altar, and the candlestick of light, and all the vessels thereof, and the table of proposition, and the pouring vessels, and the vials, and the little mortars of gold, and the veil, and the crowns, and the golden ornament that was before the temple, and he broke them all in pieces. And he took the silver and gold, and the precious vessels, and he took the hidden treasures which he found, and when he had taken all away, he departed into his own country. And he made a great slaughter of men, and spoke very proudly, and there was great mourning in Israel and in every place where they were. And the princes and the ancients mourned, 
and the virgins and the young men were made feeble, and the beauty of the women was changed. Every bridegroom took up lamentation, and the bride that sat in the marriage-bed mourned. And the land was moved for the inhabitants thereof, and all the house of Jacob was covered with confusion. And after two full years the king sent the chief collector of his tributes to the cities of Judah, and he came to Jerusalem with a great multitude. And he spoke to them peaceable words, in deceit, and they believed him. And he fell upon the city suddenly, and struck it with a great slaughter, and destroyed much people in Israel. And he took the spoils of the city, and burnt it with fire, and threw down the houses thereof, and the walls thereof round about. And they took the women captive, and the children, and the cattle they possessed. And they built the city of David with a great and strong wall, and with strong towers, and made it a fortress for them. And they placed there a sinful nation, wicked men. Then they fortified themselves therein, and they stored up armor and victuals, and gathered together the spoils of Jerusalem, and laid them up there, and they became a great snare. And this was a place to lie in wait against the sanctuary, and an evil devil in Israel. And they shed innocent blood round about the sanctuary, and defiled the holy place. And the inhabitants of Jerusalem fled away by reason of them, and the city was made the habitation of strangers, and she became a stranger to her own seed, and her children forsook her. Her sanctuary was desolate like a wilderness. Her festival days were turned into mourning, her sabbaths into reproach, her honors were brought to nothing. Her dishonor was increased according to her glory, and her excellency was turned into mourning. And King Antiochus wrote to all his kingdom, that all the people should be one, and every one should leave his own law. And all nations consented according to the word of King Antiochus. And many of Israel consented to his service, and they sacrificed to idols, and profaned the Sabbath. And the king sent letters by the hands of messengers to Jerusalem, and to all the cities of Judah, that they should follow the law of the nations of the earth, and should forbid holocausts and sacrifices, and atonements to be made in the temple of God and should prohibit the sabbath and the festival days to be celebrated and he commanded the holy places to be profaned and the holy people of israel and he commanded altars to be built and temples and idols and swine's flesh to be immolated and unclean beasts and that they should leave their children uncircumcised and let their souls be defiled with all uncleannesses and abominations to the end that they should forget the law and should change all the justifications of god and that whosoever would not do according to the word of king antiochus should be put to death according to all these words he wrote to his whole kingdom and he appointed rulers over the people that should force them to do these things and they commanded the cities of judah to sacrifice then many of the people were gathered to them that had forsaken the law of the Lord, and they committed evils in the land, and they drove away the people of Israel into lurking holes, and into the secret places of fugitives. On the fifteenth day of the month, Kazlu, in the hundred and forty-fifth year, King Antiochus set up the abominable idol of desolation upon the altar of God, and they built altars throughout all the cities of Judah round about. And they burnt incense, and sacrificed at the doors of the houses, and in the streets. And they cut in pieces, and burnt with fire the books 
of the law of God. And every one with whom the books of the testament of the Lord were found, and who so ever observed the law of the Lord, they put to death, according to the edict of the king. Thus by their power did they deal with the people of Israel, that were found in the cities month after month. And on the five and twentieth day of the month they sacrificed upon the altar of the idol that was over against the altar of God. Now the women that circumcised their children were slain according to the commandment of King Antiochus, and they hanged the children about their neck in all their houses, and those that had circumcised them they put to death. And many of the people of Israel determined with themselves that they would not eat unclean things, and they chose rather to die than to be defiled with unclean meats. And they would not break the holy law of God, and they were put to death. And there was very great wrath upon the people. End of chapter 1. Chapter 2. In those days arose Mattathias, the son of John, the son of Simeon, a priest of the sons of Joarib, from Jerusalem, and he abode in the mountain of Modin. And he had five sons, John, who was surnamed Gaddis, and Simon, who was surnamed Thassi, and Judas, who was called Maccabeus, and Eleazar, who was surnamed Abaron, and Jonathan, who was surnamed Aphus. These saw the evils that were done in the people of Judah and in Jerusalem. And Mattathias said, Woe is me! Wherefore was I born to see the ruin of my people, and the ruin of the holy city, and to dwell there, when it is given into the hands of the enemies? The holy places are come into the hands of strangers. Her temple is become as a man without honor. The vessels of her glory are carried away captive. Her old men are murdered in the streets, and her young men are fallen by the sword of the enemies. What nation hath not inherited her kingdom, and gotten of her spoils? All her ornaments are taken away. She that was free is made a slave. And behold, our sanctuary, and our beauty, and our glory is laid waste, and the Gentiles have defiled them. To what end, then, should we live any longer? And Mattathias and his sons rent their garments, and they covered themselves with haircloth, and made great lamentation. And they that were sent from King Antiochus came thither to compel them that were fled into the city of Modin to sacrifice and to burn incense and to depart from the law of God. And many of the people of Israel consented and came to them. But Mattathias and his sons stood firm. And they that were sent from Antiochus answering said to Mattathias, Thou art a ruler and an honorable and great man in this city and adorned with sons and brethren. Therefore come thou first, and obey the king's commandment, as all nations have done, and the men of Judah, and they that remain in Jerusalem. And thou and thy sons shall be in the number of the king's friends, and enriched with gold and silver, and many presents. Then Mattathias answered and said with a loud voice, Although all nations obey king Antiochus, so as to depart every man from the service of the law of his fathers, and consent to his commandments, I and my sons, and my brethren, will obey the law of our fathers. God be merciful unto us. It is not profitable for us to forsake the law and the justices of God. We will not hearken to the words of King Antiochus, neither will we sacrifice and transgress the commandments of our law to go another way. 
now as he left off speaking these words there came a certain jew in the sight of all to sacrifice to the idols upon the altar in the city of modin according to the king's commandment and mathathias saw and was grieved and his reins trembled and his wrath was kindled according to the judgment of the law and running upon him he slew him upon the altar moreover the man whom king antiochus had sent who compelled them to sacrifice he slew at the same time and pulled down the altar and showed zeal for the law as phineas did by zamri the son of salome and mathathias cried out in the city with a loud voice saying every one that hath zeal for the law and maintaineth the testament let him follow me so he and his sons fled into the mountains and left all that they had in the city then many that sought after judgment and justice went down into the desert and they abode there they and their children and their wives and their cattle because afflictions increased upon them and it was told to the king's men and to the army that was in jerusalem in the city of david that certain men who had broken the king's commandment were gone away into the secret places in the wilderness and that many were gone after them and forthwith they went out towards them and made war against them on the sabbath day and they said to them do you still resist come forth and do according to the edict of king antiochus and you shall live and they said we will not come forth neither will we obey the king's edict to profane the sabbath day and they made haste to give them battle but they answered them not neither did they cast a stone at them nor stopped up the secret places saying let us all die in our innocency and heaven and earth shall be witnesses for us that you put us to death wrongfully so they gave them battle on the sabbath and they were slain with their wives and their children and their cattle to the number of a thousand persons and mathathias and his friends heard of it and they mourned for them exceedingly and every man said to his neighbour if we shall all do as our brethren have done and not fight against the heathens for our lives and our justifications they will now quickly root us out of the earth and they determined in that day saying whosoever shall come up against us to fight on the sabbath day we will fight against him and we will not all die as our brethren that were slain in the secret places then was assembled to them the congregation of the assidians the stoutest of israel every one that had a good will for the law and all they that fled from the evils joined themselves to them and were a support to them and they gathered an army and slew the sinners in their wrath and the wicked men in their indignation and the rest fled to the nations for safety and mathathias and his friends went round about and they threw down the altars and they circumcised all the children whom they found in the confines of israel that were uncircumcised and they did valiantly and they pursued after the children of pride and the work prospered in their hands and they recovered the law out of the hands of the nations and out of the hands of the kings and they yielded not the horn to the sinner now the days drew near that mathathias should die and he said to his sons now hath pride and chastisement gotten strength and the time of destruction and the wrath of indignation now therefore o my sons be ye zealous for the law and give your lives for the covenant of your fathers and call to remembrance the works of the fathers which they have done in their generations and you shall receive great glory 
and an everlasting name. Was not Abraham found faithful in temptation, and it was reputed to him unto justice? Joseph, in the time of his distress, kept the commandment, and he was made lord of Egypt. Phinehas, our father, by being fervent in the zeal of God, received the covenant of an everlasting priesthood. Jesus, whilst he fulfilled the word, was made ruler in Israel. Caleb, forbearing witness before the congregation, received an inheritance. David, by his mercy, obtained the throne of an everlasting kingdom. Elias, while he is full of zeal for the law, was taken up into heaven. Ananias and Azarias and Misael, by believing, were delivered out of the flame. Daniel, in his innocency, was delivered out of the mouth of the lions. And thus consider, through all generations, that none that trust in him fail in strength. And fear not the words of a sinful man, for his glory is dung and worms. Today he is lifted up, and tomorrow he shall not be found, because he is returned into his earth and his thought is come to nothing. You, therefore, my sons, take courage and behave manfully in the law, for by it you shall be glorious. And behold, I know that your brother Simon is a man of counsel. Give ear to him always, and he shall be a father to you. And Judas Maccabeus, who is valiant and strong from his youth up, let him be the leader of your army, and he shall manage the war of the people." and you shall take to you all that observe the law, and revenge ye the wrong of your people. Render to the Gentiles their reward, and take heed to the precepts of the law. And he blessed them, and was joined to his fathers. And he died in the hundred and forty-sixth year, and he was buried by his sons in the sepulchres of his fathers in Modin. And all Israel mourned for him with great mourning. End of chapter 2 Chapter 3 Then his son Judas, called Maccabeus, rose up in his stead, and all his brethren helped him, and all they that had joined themselves to his father, and they fought with cheerfulness the battle of Israel. And he got his people great honor, and put on a breastplate as a giant, and girt his warlike armor about him in battles, and protected the camp with his sword. In his axe he was like a lion, and like a lion's whelp roaring for his prey. And he pursued the wicked and sought them out, and them that troubled his people he burnt with fire. And his enemies were driven away for fear of him, and all the workers of iniquity were troubled, and salvation prospered in his hand. And he grieved many kings, and made Jacob glad with his works, and his memory is blessed for ever. And he went through the cities of Judah, and destroyed the wicked out of them, and turned away wrath from Israel. And he was renowned even to the utmost part of the earth, and he gathered them that were perishing. And Apollonius gathered together the Gentiles, and a numerous and great army from Samaria to make war against Israel. And Judas understood it, and went forth to meet him, and he overthrew him, and killed him, and many fell down slain, and the rest fled away. And he took their spoils, and Judas took the sword of Apollonius, and fought with it all his lifetime. And Saron, captain of the army of Syria, heard that Judas had assembled a company of the faithful, and a congregation with him. And he said, I will get me a name, and will be glorified in the kingdom, and will overthrow Judas, and those that are with him, that have despised the edict of the king. And he made himself ready 
and the host of the wicked went up with him, strong succours, to be revenged of the children of Israel. And they approached even as far as Bethoran, and Judas went forth to meet him with a small company. But when they saw the army coming to meet them, they said to Judas, How shall we, being few, be able to fight against so great a multitude, and so strong, and we are ready to faint with fasting to-day? And Judas said, It is an easy matter for many to be shut up in the hands of a few, and there is no difference in the sight of the God of heaven to deliver with a great multitude or with a small company. For the success of war is not in the multitude of the army, but strength cometh from heaven. They come against us with an insolent multitude and with pride to destroy us and our wives and our children and to take our spoils. But we will fight for our lives and our laws, and the Lord himself will overthrow them before our face. But as for you, fear them not. And as soon as he had made an end of speaking, he rushed suddenly upon them, and Saron and his host were overthrown before him. And he pursued him by the descent of Bethorin, even to the plain, and there fell of them eight hundred men, and the rest fled into the land of the Philistines. And the fear of Judas and of his brethren, and the dread of them, fell upon all the nations round about them. And his fame came to the king, and all nations told of the battles of Judas. Now when King Antiochus heard these words, he was angry in his mind, and he sent and gathered the forces of all his kingdom, an exceeding strong army. And he opened his treasury, and gave out pay to the army for a year, and he commanded them that they should be ready for all things. And he perceived that the money of his treasuries failed, and that the tributes of the country were small, because of the dissension, and the evil that he had brought upon the land, that he might take away the laws of old times. And he feared that he should not have as formerly enough for charges and gifts which he had given before with a liberal hand, for he had abounded more than the kings that had been before him. And he was greatly perplexed in mind, and purposed to go into Persia, and to take tributes of the countries, and to gather much money. And he left Lysias, a nobleman of the blood royal, to oversee the affairs of the kingdom, from the river Euphrates, even to the river of Egypt, and to bring up his son Antiochus, till he came again. And he delivered to him half the army, and the elephants, and he gave him charge concerning all that he would have done, and concerning the inhabitants of Judea and Jerusalem, and that he should send an army against them to destroy and root out the strength of Israel, and the remnant of Jerusalem, and to take away the memory of them from that place, and that he should settle strangers to dwell in all their coasts, and divide their land by lot. So the king took the half of the army that remained, and went forth from Antioch, the chief city of his kingdom, in the hundred and forty-seventh year, and he passed over the river Euphrates, and went through the higher countries. Then Lysias chose Ptolemy, the son of Dorimenus, and Nicanor, and Gorgias, mighty men of the king's friends, and he sent with them forty thousand men, and seven thousand horsemen, to go into the land of Judah, and to destroy it, according to the king's orders. So they went forth with all their power, and came, and pitched near Emmaus, in the plain country. And the merchants of the countries heard the fame of them, and they took silver and gold in abundance, and servants, and they came into the camp, to buy the children of Israel for slaves. And there were joined to them the forces of Syria, and of the land of the strangers. 
and Judas and his brethren saw that evils were multiplied, and that the armies approached to their borders, and they knew the orders the king had given to destroy the people, and utterly abolish them. And they said every man to his neighbor, Let us raise up the low condition of our people, and let us fight for our people and our sanctuary. And the assembly was gathered, that they might be ready for battle, and that they might pray, and ask mercy and compassion. Now Jerusalem was not inhabited, but was like a desert. There was none of her children that went in or out, and the sanctuary was trodden down, and the children of strangers were in the castle. There was the habitation of the Gentiles, and joy was taken away from Jacob, and the pipe and harp ceased there. And they assembled together, and came to Maspha, over against Jerusalem, for in Maspha was a place of prayer heretofore in Israel. And they fasted that day, and put on haircloth, and put ashes upon their heads, and they rent their garments, and they laid open the books of the law, in which the Gentiles searched for the likeness of their idols. And they brought the priestly ornaments, and the first fruits and tithes, and stirred up the Nazarites that had fulfilled their days. And they cried with a loud voice toward heaven, saying, What shall we do with these, and whither shall we carry them? For thy holies are trodden down, and are profaned, and thy priests are in mourning, and are brought low. And behold, the nations are come together against us, to destroy us. Thou knowest what they intend against us. How shall we be able to stand before their face, unless thou, O God, help us? Then they sounded with trumpets, and cried out with a loud voice. And after this, Judas appointed captains over the people, over thousands, and over hundreds, and over fifties, and over tens. And he said to them that were building houses, or had betrothed wives, or were planting vineyards, or were fearful, that they should return every man to his house, according to the law. So they removed the camp, and pitched on the south side of Emmaus. And Judas said, Gird yourselves, and be valiant men, and be ready against the morning, that you may fight with these nations that are assembled against us to destroy us and our sanctuary. For it is better for us to die in battle than to see the evils of our nation and of the holies. Nevertheless, as it shall be the will of God in heaven, so be it done. End of chapter 3 Chapter 4 Then Gorgias took five thousand men and a thousand of the best horsemen, and they removed out of the camp by night, that they might come upon the camp of the Jews, and strike them suddenly. And the men that were of the castle were their guides. And Judas heard of it, and rose up, he and the valiant men, to attack the king's forces that were in Emmaus. For as yet the army was dispersed from the camp. And Gorgias came by night into the camp of Judas, and found no man. And he sought them in the mountains, for he said, These men flee from us. And when it was day, Judas showed himself in the plain, with three thousand men only, who neither had armor nor swords. And they saw the camp of the Gentiles, that it was strong, and the men in breastplates, and the horsemen round about them, and these were trained up to war. And Judas said to the men that were with him, Fear ye not their multitude, neither be ye afraid of their assault. Remember in what manner our fathers were saved in the Red Sea, when Pharaoh pursued them with a great army. And now let us cry to heaven, and the Lord will have mercy on us, and will remember the covenant of our fathers, and will destroy this army before our face this day. And all nations shall know that there is one that redeemeth and delivereth Israel. 
and the strangers lifted up their eyes, and saw them coming against them. And they went out of the camp to battle, and they that were with Judas sounded the trumpet, and they joined battle, and the Gentiles were routed and fled into the plain. But all the hindmost of them fell by the sword, and they pursued them as far as Gezerin, and even to the plains of Idumea and of Azotus, and of Jamnia, and there fell of them to the number of three thousand men. And Judas returned again with his army that followed him. And he said to the people, Be not greedy of the spoils, for there is war before us. And Gorgias and his army are near us in the mountain. But stand ye now against our enemies, and overthrow them, and you shall take the spoils afterwards with safety. And as Judas was speaking these words, behold, part of them appeared, looking forth from the mountain. And Gorgias saw that his men were put to flight, and that they had set fire to the camp, for the smoke that was seen declared what was done. And when they had seen this, they were seized with great fear, seeing at the same time Judas and his army in the plain, ready to fight. So they all fled away into the land of the strangers. And Judas returned to take the spoils of the camp, and they got much gold and silver and blue silk and purple of the sea and great riches. And returning home they sung a hymn and blessed God in heaven, because he is good, because his mercy endureth for ever. So Israel had a great deliverance that day, and such of the strangers as escaped went and told Lysias all that had happened. And when he heard these things, he was amazed and discouraged, because things had not succeeded in Israel according to his mind, and as the king had commanded. So the year following, Lysias gathered together threescore thousand chosen men and five thousand horsemen, that he might subdue them. And they came into Judea, and pitched their tents in Bethoran, and Judas met them with ten thousand men. And they saw that the army was strong, and he prayed and said, Blessed art thou, O Saviour of Israel, who didst break the violence of the mighty by the hand of thy servant David, and didst deliver up the camp of the strangers into the hands of Jonathan, the son of Saul, and of his armor-bearer. Shut up this army in the hands of thy people Israel, and let them be confounded in their host and their horsemen. Strike them with fear, and cause the boldness of their strength to languish, and let them quake at their own destruction. Cast them down with the sword of them that love thee, and let all that know thy name praise thee with hymns. And they joined battle, and there fell of the army of Lysias five thousand men. And when Lysias saw that his men were put to flight, and how bold the Jews were, and that they were ready either to live or to die manfully, he went to Antioch and chose soldiers, that they might come again into Judea with greater numbers. Then Judas and his brethren said, Behold, our enemies are discomfited. Let us go up now to cleanse the holy places and to repair them. And all the army assembled together, and they went up into Mount Sion. And they saw the sanctuary desolate, and the altar profaned, and the gates burnt, and shrubs growing up in the courts as in a forest or on the mountains, and the chambers joining to the temple thrown down. And they rent their garments, and made great lamentation, and put ashes on their heads. And they fell down to the ground on their faces, and they sounded with the trumpets of alarm, and they cried towards heaven. Then Judas appointed men to fight against them that were in the castle, till they had cleansed the holy places. 
and he chose priests without blemish, whose will was set upon the law of God. And they cleansed the holy places, and took away the stones that had been defiled into an unclean place. And he considered about the altar of holocausts that had been profaned, what he should do with it. And a good counsel came into their minds, to pull it down, lest it should be a reproach to them, because the Gentiles had defiled it. So they threw it down, and they laid up the stones in the mountain of the temple, in a convenient place, till there should come a prophet, and give answer concerning them. Then they took whole stones according to the law, and built a new altar according to the former. And they built up the holy places, and the things that were within the temple, and they sanctified the temple and the courts. And they made new holy vessels, and brought in the candlestick, and the altar of incense, and the table into the temple. And they put incense upon the altar, and lighted up the lamps that were upon the candlestick, and they gave light in the temple. And they set the loaves upon the table, and hung up the veils, and finished all the works that they had begun to make. And they arose before the morning on the five-and-twentieth day of the ninth month, which is the month of Kazlu, in the hundred and forty-eighth year. And they offered sacrifice, according to the law, upon the new altar of holocausts, which they had made, according to the time, and according to the day wherein the heathens had defiled it. And the same was it dedicated, anew, with canticles, and harps, and lutes, and cymbals. And all the people fell upon their faces, and adored, and blessed up to heaven, him that had prospered them. And they kept the dedication of the altar eight days, and they offered holocausts with joy, and sacrifices of salvation, and of praise. And they adorned the front of the temple with crowns of gold, and escutcheons, and they renewed the gates, and the chambers, and hanged doors upon them. And there was exceeding great joy among the people, and the reproach of the Gentiles was turned away. And Judas, and all his brethren, and all the church of Israel decreed that the day of the dedication of the altar should be kept in its season from year to year for eight days, from the five-and-twentieth day of the month of Kaslu, with joy and gladness. They built up also at that time Mount Sion, with high walls and strong towers round about, lest the Gentiles should at any time come and tread it down, as they did before. And he placed a garrison there to keep it, and he fortified it to secure Bethsura, that the people might have a defense against Idumea. End of chapter 4. Chapter 5. Now it came to pass, when the nations round about heard that the altar and the sanctuary were built up as before, that they were exceeding angry, and they thought to destroy the generation of Jacob that were among them, and they began to kill some of the people, and to persecute them. Then Judas fought against the children of Esau in Idumea, and them that were in Akrabathane, because they beset the Israelites round about, and he made a great slaughter of them. And he remembered the malice of the children of Bean, who were a snare and a stumbling block to the people, by laying in wait for them in the way. And they were shut up by him in towers, and he set upon them, and devoted them to utter destruction, and burnt their towers with fire, and all that were in them. Then he passed over to the children of Ammon, where he found a mighty power, and much people, and Timotheus was their captain. And he fought many battles with them, and they were discomfited in their sight and he smote them. And he took the city of Gazer and her towns, and returned into Judea. 
and the Gentiles that were in Galad assembled themselves together against the Israelites that were in their quarters to destroy them, and they fled into the fortress of Dathaman. And they sent letters to Judas and his brethren, saying, The heathens that are round about are gathered together against us to destroy us, and they are preparing to come and to take the fortress into which we are fled, and Timotheus is the captain of their host. Now therefore come and deliver us out of their hands, for many of us are slain, and all our brethren that were in the places of Tubin are killed, and they have carried away their wives and their children, captives, and taken their spoils, and they have slain there almost a thousand men. And while they were yet reading these letters, behold, there came other messengers out of Galilee, with their garments rent, who related according to these words, saying, that they of Ptolemaeus, and of Tyre, and of Sidon, were assembled against them, and all Galilee is filled with strangers, in order to consume us. Now when Judas and the people heard these words, a great assembly met together to consider what they should do for their brethren that were in trouble, and were assaulted by them. And Judas said to Simon his brother, Choose thee, men, and go, and deliver thy brethren in Galilee, and I and my brother Jonathan will go into the country of Galad. And he left Joseph the son of Zacharias and Azarias, captains of the people, with the remnant of the army in Judea, to keep it. And he commanded them, saying, Take ye the charge of this people, but make no war against the heathens till we return. Now three thousand men were allotted to Simon, to go into Galilee, and eight thousand to Judas, to go into the land of Galad. And Simon went into Galilee, and fought many battles with the heathens, and the heathens were discomfited before his face, and he pursued them even to the gate of Ptolemaeus. And there fell of the heathens almost three thousand men, and he took the spoils of them. And he took with him those that were in Galilee, and in Arbatis, with their wives and children, and all that they had, and he brought them into Judea with great joy. And Judas Maccabeus and Jonathan his brother passed over the Jordan, and went three days' journey through the desert. And the Nabutheans met them, and received them in a peaceable manner, and told them all that happened to their brethren in the land of Galad, and that many of them were shut up in Barasa, and in Bosor, and in Alima, and in Casphor, and in Magath, and in Karnaim, all these strong and great cities. Yea, and that they were kept shut up in the rest of the cities of Galad, and that they had appointed to bring their army on the morrow near to these cities, and to take them, and to destroy them all in one day. Then Judas and his army suddenly turned their march into the desert, to Basor, and took the city, and he slew every male by the edge of the sword, and took all their spoils, and burnt it with fire. And they removed from thence by night, and went till they came to the fortress. And it came to pass that early in the morning, when they lifted up their eyes, behold, there were people without number, carrying ladders and engines to take the fortress and assault them. And Judas saw that the fight was begun, and the cry of the battle went up to heaven like a trumpet, and a great cry out of the city. And he said to his host, Fight ye today for your brethren! And he came with three companies behind them, and they sounded their trumpets, and cried out in prayer. And the host of Timotheus understood that it was Maccabeus, and they fled away before his face, and they made a great slaughter of them. And there fell of them in that day almost eight thousand men. 
and Judas turned aside to Masfa, and assaulted and took it. And he slew every male thereof, and took the spoils thereof, and burnt it with fire. From thence he marched and took Casbon, and Magath, and Bosor, and the rest of the cities of Galad. But after this Timotheus gathered another army, and camped over against Raphon, beyond the torrent. And Judas sent men to view the army, and they brought him word, saying, all the nations that are round about us are assembled unto him an army exceeding great. And they have hired the Arabians to help them, and they have pitched their tents beyond the torrent, ready to come to fight against thee. And Judas went to meet them. And Timotheus said to the captains of his army, When Judas and his army come near the torrent of water, if he pass over unto us first, we shall not be able to withstand him, for he will certainly prevail over us. But, if he be afraid to pass over, and camp on the other side of the river, we will pass over to them, and shall prevail against him. Now, when Judas came near the torrent of water, he set the scribes of the people by the torrent, and commanded them, saying, Suffer no man to stay behind, but let all come to the battle. And he passed over to them first, and all the people after him, and all the heathens were discomfited before them, and they threw away their weapons, and fled to the temple that was in Carnaim. And he took that city, and the temple he burnt with fire, with all things that were therein. And Carnaim was subdued, and could not stand against the face of Judas. And Judas gathered together all the Israelites that were in the land of Galad, from the least even to the greatest, and their wives and children, and an army exceeding great, to come into the land of Judah. And they came as far as Ephron. Now this was a great city, situate in the way, strongly fortified, and there was no means to turn from it on the right hand or on the left, but the way was through the midst of it. And they that were in the city shut themselves in, and stopped up the gates with stones, and Judas sent to them with peaceable words, saying, let us pass through your land, to go into our own country, and no man shall hurt you. We will only pass through on foot. But they would not open to them. Then Judas commanded proclamation to be made in the camp, that they should make an assault, every man in the place where he was. And the men of the army drew near, and he assaulted that city all the day, and all the night, and the city was delivered into his hands. And they slew every male with the edge of the sword, and he raised the city, and took the spoils thereof, and passed through all the city over them that were slain. Then they passed over the Jordan to the great plain that is over against Bethsan. And Judas gathered together the hindmost, and he exhorted the people all the way through, till they came into the land of Judah. And they went up to Mount Sion with joy and gladness, and offered holocausts, because not one of them was slain, till they had returned in peace. Now, in the days that Judas and Jonathan were in the land of Galad, and Simon his brother in Galilee before Ptolemaeus, Joseph the son of Zacharias and Azarias, captain of the soldiers, heard of the good success and the battles that were fought. And he said, Let us also get us a name, and let us go fight against the Gentiles that are round about us. And he gave charge to them that were in his army, and they went towards Jamnia, and Gorgias and his men went out of the city to give them battle. And Joseph and Azarias were put to flight, and were pursued unto the borders of Judea, and there fell on that day of the people of Israel about two thousand men, and there was a great overthrow of the people, because they did not hearken to Judas and his brethren, thinking that they should do manfully. 
but they were not of the seed of those men by whom salvation was brought to Israel. And the men of Judah were magnified exceedingly in the sight of all Israel, and of all the nations where their name was heard. And the people assembled to them with joyful acclamations. Then Judas and his brethren went forth and attacked the children of Esau and the land towards the south, and he took Hebron and her towns, and he burnt the walls thereof and the towers all round it. And he removed his camp to go into the land of the aliens, and he went through Samaria. In that day some priests fell in battle, while desiring to do manfully, they went out unadvisedly to fight. And Judas turned to Azotus, into the land of the strangers, and he threw down their altars, and he burnt the statues of their gods with fire, and he took the spoils of the cities, and returned into the land of Judah. End of chapter 5